Hello! Welcome to the Snake Way, a Dragon Ball watch podcast? Would it be our first watch? <laughs> well, I'm Faden, and with me is Cheery, wonderful partner. Hi, everyone. And today, we are we watched the first three episodes of the original Dragon Ball. Um, watching Dragon Ball, very famous, very, very famous. Akira Toriyama was the a creator, the manga kin. The anime was created by Toei Animation. Yeah, what what is your history with uh, uh, with uh, Dragon Ball? Um, I have seen the first the first episode one time when I was deciding to rewatch it through and gave up on the first episode. <laughs> uh, and I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z on Saturday morning cartoons. Okay, yeah, Dragon Ball is very classic. That's that's where I started. I only started with Dragon Ball Z. Mostly the uh, the Frieza arc and stuff. Have you have you played many of the games? Yeah, I played a lot of the games. A lot of the games going on. <laughs> that's that's... Budokai Tenkaichi three mostly. <laughs> I liked a Budokai, but I don't remember what Budokai it was. Either way, uh, my friend had a PS two and no memory card, and so when I'd go over to his house, we'd just play Dragon Ball from the beginning and have to restart every time we turned off the PlayStation two. <laughs> Tragedies. Hmm. Why are we watching Dragon Ball today? <laughs> well, we're watching Dragon Ball today, and for the some odd foreseeable future, I'm too scared to plan out how many episodes it'll take for us to complete Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and then catch up with Super. Maybe we'll take a Dragon Ball GT break. Who knows? The The world is our oyster. Um, we, we both wanted to do a, a watch podcast together. We thought it'd be fun. And I thought it would be interesting to do Dragon Ball because... We have kind of a clear outline of how this story goes and this massive cultural shadow that Dragon Ball has over us. It, it, it probably influenced some of the animes we like, too. And so we've never seen it. <laughs> we've never seen it fully. Because who really has? Everyone plays games. Everyone see like, the 24 episodes, maybe, or just some 24 episodes of the Nemec saga of just charging up, charging up to spam Kamehameha. And... Yeah, to finally deciding to just do it. Just go through it all from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. It's it's exciting. So far, we had some fun first three episodes. So why don't we get into those? The first one is The Secret of the Dragon Balls. A short summary that I'm completely ripping from the Wikipedia. Goku's afternoon of fishing is interrupted by a bossy girl who is determined to get her hands on his most prized possession. A mysterious ball that belonged to his grandfather. How do you feel about this episode, Terry? I, so, this one is a hard one. I think when it comes down to it, I like the episode. Mm-hmm. The first time I tried to watch through uh, Dragon Ball, I didn't make it through this episode. Mm-hmm. But, um... What, what pulled you off it? What put you off it? Um, major cringe, mostly. I'm, yeah. I'm very cringe-averse, and, um... You know, when I, especially when I was younger, it was even worse. Like, you know, I built a little bit of a thicker skin to it as I get older. Sometimes it's hard to go back to some old stuff. And there's a the 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 show has a lot of opinions about women, huh? <laughs> it does have a lot of opinions about women, um, especially <laughs> especially this woman. She has a lot of opinions. <laughs> this woman is Balma. Oh, Balma's. Kind of great, but also it's a bit rough how she's written. 
it's a little bit rough, but I also love that she just knows she's what she wants and she's mm-hmm. just going for it all the time. Yep. So before Balma enters the story, we have just this little Goku guy running around chopping wood in the most elaborate way possible. How do we how do we feel about seeing how uh, young Goku again after all these years? Seeing young Goku is awesome. I mean, I, you always see him in the game, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, play as him, beat him up as a monkey." I I love his little uh, uh his uh power uh, pole extender staff. Yeah, pole extender is awesome. Um, I mean, his opening scene is just fantastic of just like log running down a mountain with a <laughs> giant axe that we never see again. Oh, he's carrying that cool like sawtooth sword. Yeah, <laughs> and just leaves it at home. Doesn't need it. Why would he need it? That's true. He doesn't. He doesn't even need it to chop. I don't know why he. Wrote, I guess he yeah. needs to cut down the tree. Cut down the tree, but doesn't need it to chop it. He does kind of a twist on the uh, eleven eleven year old martial arts class where they break the wood and to get their yellow belt, and he just smashes a tree like just a giant section of it, a whole section of a tree. I do love how cute everything looks, though. Toriyama's art is absolutely. I mean, it's very cliche to say this. But Dragon Ball, it looks good. It looks really good, even for a uh, 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 '80s anime. No, it's 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 very pretty. I, I love all the nature shots and the animals, and I mean everything looks really, really good. The sky's really detailed. It, it feels very painted, and mm-hmm. oh, I love it. And I love the weird creatures. The saber tooth tiger <laughs> is prehistoric creatures, yeah. but there's cars, <laughs> talking, fucking giant flying dinosaurs. Yeah. Bulma shows up in a car and just hits Goku. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the uh, nude tail fishing scene. It's it's always so fucking weird to see that stuff. I I know it's a different era, but I don't need to see it. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> no. But Goku gets hit by a car. Yep. Goku gets smashed. <laughs> and the first he says, "I hope he's not dead." Yep. Bulma's like, I I wonder has Bulma hit a kid before? I think she might have. <laughs> Oh, but and Goku then, lifts that car up, mm-hmm. just and throws her. Yeah, just throws it right over like there's nothing. Thinks of her as a monster. Well, the car, the car is a monster, right? And the person the sh- in the show, the thing in yep. the show, thing the in the show needs to get out. <laughs> we get a great running joke of, uh, "You haven't killed me yet." <laughs> Wait, what? He gets hit by the car. And she oh. says, "I hope he's not dead." Oh, yeah. <laughs> you haven't killed me yet. <laughs> And then, after he flips over the car, she whips out the Uzi and unloads on him. Oh, no, a pistol. <laughs> no, her pistol handgun. Yeah, she yeah. she just shoots him. She just shoots him. She just she knows it's a kid, and she shoots him, like, five times. Yeah, after she hits him. To be fair, the kid did flip over her car. Yep. So, like, Not even flip over. Tossed it, and it lost its wheels and everything. Yeah, it really fucked it up. And he was coming after her. <laughs> but, uh... I love Balma's look. Her pink shirt that just says... Well, no, not her pink shirt. Her pink jersey dress that says Bulma on the front. And what was the number? Like 76, 96 on the back? 97, I want to say. Yeah. I don't know what the number means, but hey. (laughs) So her look is pretty great. Yeah, it's weird. Especially knowing Dragon Ball Z and how much Bulma is kind of in it. Not really. Yeah, it's... 
it's interesting to almost see Bulma as the protagonist of the yeah. show. Where like she's the one on the quest. Yeah, she yeah, that, Goku's kinda of along yeah, the ride. So she comes she's trying to search for the Dragon Balls. You know, titular titular character, the Dragon Balls. And she finds Goku's Dragon Ball, who he thinks is his grandpa speaking to him whenever it glows. And also it's fun to find out his grandpa his name is Gohan. I mean, like that's just how it is, but I I completely miss these things. It's not the kind of things that you retain, you know, like no. when you watch it one time. No, one especially time. like when you're younger too and you just mm-hmm. kind of like the fights and everything and like watching people get beat up. <laughs> oh yeah, Goku's grandpa taught him to respect women at all costs, be polite to them. But he uh, definitely checks for a tail for her and that's not great. <laughs> well, see, because Goku has never met another human being that's before. That's true. So, like, this is what I mean when I talk about Balma, uh, knowing what she wants and doing it, is that she immediately realizes that this boy, um, easily manipulated, is extremely easily manipulated because he has no other outside influence. Yeah. She immediately clocks that he's just, he knows nothing. He's not worldly. He doesn't know what's going on. And so she's going to take advantage of that. So she, she recruits him. She, well, yeah, well, well, Goku offers her, uh, Offers a meal. Yep. And uh, a place to stay after she blew up his car. Blew up her car. <laughs> um, and, uh, of course, Balma obliges because she's got nowhere else to go. And it just so happens to be in the same direction as the Dragon Ball. Yeah. And this is something that's find really interesting watching this older kind of show. Where I feel like nowadays she would have just whipped out the po- Dragon Ball radar that we've already seen her use and call a Dragon Ball radar. And we would have understood that she understood that it was in the right direction. <laughs> but yeah. instead we get this really interesting, like inner monologue of her. We're like, Oh, it's in the same direction of the Dragon Ball. I guess I'll follow him around. <laughs> and the same thing with like this narrator, like holding our hand through the first episode. Mm-hmm. They want to make it clear what the stakes are. It's a very like kid adventure show mm-hmm. type of anime, which I I really do like the vibe. It's it's a nice time. It's it a nice, nice cozy time. It's just it, it feels a little bit alien. Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, Balma's about to explain what the Dragon Balls are and what they do, and then we get a a cut to Emperor Piloth and his minions Shu and Mai. Yep. I first of all I love Shu. Shu's great. <laughs> Shu's just a Shiba Inu in a little ninja suit. Yep. And he's one of so he's one of these interesting animal. <laughs> We see where there are some animals that are more animal, and there are some just normal animals that are more people. Yeah, animals. some are just anthropomorphic animals, and others are just animals. Well, and some of them are in between that they're they're animals, but they just can talk. Yep, like the pterodactyl that we see fight attack Bulma <laughs> later on in this episode. Emperor Pilaf, just this short blue guy, this short blue, blue little guy. freak, yeah, who wants to control everything. He wants the Dragon Balls, but he's also dumb. He's also very dumb, so Mai has to explain to him, hey, this is what the Dragon Balls are. And that we can't have just one. We right. need all seven. You need all seven, need and then wish. it'll summon uh, Shenron, and I'll grant you a wish. Heck yeah. And then we get back to Goku and Bulma, and hey, there it is. So Goku's like, hey, I'll, that's cool, but you can't have my ball. It's my grandpa. Eventually, Bulma just... Tricks him into coming and to be a bodyguard for her. It just manipulates him, basically. Yep, just a big emotional manipulator. Your grandpa would want you to come explore with me. Of course. Gramps would have loved it. (laughs) And I mean, 
it turns out for the better. So, oh, of course, it wouldn't be an adventure story if there was no call to adventure. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the capsules in this show. I love the the sick capsules capsules and how Goku's weary of them. They are magical as fuck, so I get it. I get it. Yep. Oh, they drive off, and Palma, fortunately, has to use the bathroom. And then she gets kidnapped by a pterodactyl man. A very perverted pterodactyl man who is just gross. And here we are at number two bathroom joke of the episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, there's a lot of toilet humor. It Also, is the pterodactyl perverted? He sounded like a creep. I don't know. He had a creep voice, but like he did. I mean, he's a pterodactyl. That's true. I get. Are all pterodactyls just naturally creeps? They're just That's predators. That's the real question. They are just predators. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And Goku launches the motorcycle they are riding up a hill and manages to save Bulma by using the pole and beating the crap out of the pterodactyl. It's pretty simple and fun. Unfortunately, we get our third P joke after <laughs> Goku rescues Bulma and pins her against a cliffside with her magic staff. Magic staff. And it's just... Thankfully, they reduced the amount of pee jokes after this one episode. I don't know if it's like you have to, you have to get them in with it. You have to lure the audience in with the piss. We get plenty more toilet humor coming up, so don't you worry. That's true. It feels lesser though. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Wait, was the chainsaw in the first episode? No. All right, but let's get to the second episode where we'll see said chainsaw. The Emperor's Quest. Goku and Balma aren't the only ones looking for the Dragon Balls. The little warrior runs into a couple of Emperor Pilaf's henchmen during the search for a, for a late snack. That's pretty much the episode. I mean, <laughs> the, Balma stops him along the side of the road, throws her capsule, and it's a big fucking house. And Goku? Witch magic. He thinks it's witch magic, and that magic is bad unless you use it for good. Doesn't like electricity either. And this is something I did start finding interesting in the show. Both Balma and Goku look at each other like they're magical freaks. And it's two people trying to comprehend the other's magic. And it's just a fun dynamic. Yeah. Because I I was thinking it's just going to be fish out of water for Goku, but it's also Balma's fish out of water. Very out of water. <laughs> She's also wearing a biker's pants and jacket. Oh yeah, this, out, this episode's outfit, great. 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 So good. Straight eye, 8 out of 10. <laughs> What do you think Balma's TV habits are? <laughs> I mean, Roman went out to romantic comedies and just romance shows. Does so she only wrote The Bachelor? No, it's... Soap operas? It's soap operas, yeah. yeah. She just dies, she dies hard soap opera. But would she watch The Bachelor now? Oh, sure. Do you think adult Bulma is just sitting down, watching The Bachelor, and still trying to kiss the TV? Bulma's a real perk. So <laughs> she is in her own way. In, in modern day, she's just turned on the red tube or whatever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Speaking of modern day, is this in the future or the this is the future? The I past? think it's this is a different planet. I think it's just a different world. There's no way to but the future. No, like it's technologically futuristic, but still very eighties. They do have Uzis. Oh, that's, that's what I love about the art style, too, though, and the direction of the world is it feels futuristic, but it's all done in this, it's just done with such a unique style that it really captures a moment of, like, 80s futurism or, like, 70s futurism. It feels 
like technology is still like beeping radars and stuff. They don't have that much advanced things, but they also have magical capsules that can store whatever it wants in there. I don't know. Would you have to have capsules or iPhones? Capsules. Always. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm the same, same. You know what? I would travel if I had a capsule house. Um, how amazing would that be? Yeah, yeah. But the downside of this world is dinosaurs. Yeah, fucking T-Rex outside your door. <laughs> so they have a meal. Bulma says Groku needs to be a growing boy. Bulma decides to drink coffee in the middle of the night like a psycho. <laughs> That's true. She does right before bed for dinner just having a coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's also an uncomfortable bath scene. Yep. But, uh, a future inspiration for Polmarath. Oh, God. No. No. Oh, God. <laughs> the classic washing the baby in the bathroom scene. Uh the, the only thing that it leads to is legitimately good is Balma b- being surprised that the tail is a real tail. At all this time, she thought it was just attached to his pants or something. And nah, it's a real tail and it moves and everything. And <laughs> this is probably one of my favorite bits of the episode. <laughs> Goku says, all men have tails. And Balma just stops for a moment and thinks, I've, I've never seen... A man's backside before. They could have all tails. <laughs> I just never knew this. But she she learns that no, not all men have tails. Just Goku. Goku's weird. Because Go- Goku admits his grandpa did not have a tail. Grandpa did not have a tail, but that's because he's a funny guy. He's just a weird guy. He's just a weird dude. Very weird dude, definitely, though. And then we cut back to Emperor Pilaf's, uh, Emperor Pilaf time, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where we get a dumb fart joke. Yep, very dumb. And But it leads to him accusing the dog of doing it. And the dog's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Shu has no clue. And he gets quartered by giant hands. And then Pilaf's like, well, I'm just going to chainsaw you in half. He doesn't even, like, it's... He doesn't even, like, force him to do it. He just goes after him until he admits that he did it. Even though he did not do it. <laughs> I, I the chainsaw gag is really funny. Though. I appreciate it because it shows he's just a fucking psycho. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a l- weird little freak. Yeah. Uh, and then Mai has a sick entrance coming from the ceiling, mm-hmm, dropping out like a badass. They they go uh, Stu uh, Stu Shu and Mai go off to find the Dragon Ball rumor, and both them and Goku landed the Boneyard. The Boneyard. <laughs> Shu wants to eat those bones. But it's too creepy. He's a dog. He's a dog. So yeah, the, the other thing, oh, the, of the animal people is that they're still kind of animals. They're like, he's not just a person in a dog body. He's mm-hmm. like, still wants to be a dog. It almost feels like a BoJack joke. <laughs> I forgot I forgot to mention, Stu also has probably the best line. Uh, I, I can't go. I have obedience school today. <laughs> Yeah, is, it's a great line. It's, it's just, a great line. He's just a dog. He's just a dog. But also, who's enrolling him in obedience school? I assume the emperor. That's weird. But back to the boneyard. The boneyard. Wasn't a Dragon Ball. It was actually a pack of wolves. <laughs> With glowing red eyes. With glowing red eyes. I wonder how many false leads they've gone for. Yeah, they get a call saying, hey, we found a glowing red orb. And then, oh, our person, our informant, they just disappeared after they found the glowing red orb. And Goku, Shu, and Mai all learned, oh no, that's not a Dragon Ball. That's a pack of wolves. Luckily for them, 
Goku's there. Our man Goku <laughs> is hunting their airplane because he thought it was a big-ass bird for his midnight snack. Yes, he thought it was a big-ass bird for a snack. After that, he thought bread was disgusting and coffee He's, was bad. He said bread had no flavor. He is right about coffee. Coffee is bad. It is bitter. It is bad, though. It's bitter. <laughs> Which is what he says. Nah, it's bad. <laughs> coffee, gross. And he, he fights off some wolves. And then they get in their plane and fly away. And Goku's like, hey, that bird. Hey, that bird. Hey, that bird. That's my bird. And he, like, punches the bird out of the sky. Yeah, he uses his pole, I think, <laughs> to do the big jump. And he goes, Yeah, he vaults over with his pole. Pole vaults, yeah. Pole vaults. In the end, he realizes, ah, the bird is too hard to eat. Too hard. Instead, he brings back a dead wolf. <laughs> And a centipede. Oh, he also, like, carries wolves before he's about to pole vault. Like a- oh, yeah. So the wolves jump on his back after the- both of them get their ass beat. And just, like, a off, like a freaking running back just keeps on going anyways yeah. and does the giant pole vault jump. And they just fall out of the sky like a gag. Goku would be an amazing running back. I mean, yes. Mm. He'd be good Wait. at any sport. No, I think you actually make Goku a center and just always do a center keep. <laughs> because I don't think you can tell Goku what play... To do next as a running back. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different game when you yeah, got Goku on your team. I mean, it's different when you got Goku. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so he brings back a wolf and, like, cooks it? Cooks it? It looks comed- It looks like a comedy chicken, but wolf. Yep, just spit roast that doggo. And that centipede. And the centipede. Eats them both. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, he goes back to bed with Balma, and Goku thinks the entire deal is that Balma is jealous of his tail. Yep. And she constantly says, no, I am not. I am not jealous of your tail. Not even says it, screams it. Mm -hmm. Screams it every time. Every time. Goku has no sense of, I don't know, anything? Yeah, he's a kind of dum-dum, but he's also smart in his own ways. We get another scene. Of just uh, Goku sleeping, waking up in the morning, seeing that, oh, there's space in the bed that Bulma didn't want me to sleep on. So, Goku rests his head on her pelvis and is shocked to learn she doesn't have balls. She has no balls. She has no balls, just Dragon Balls. And Goku exclaims it. Well, Goku first removes her. I wish I I didn't have to say this, but it is an important plot point in the next episode, kind of. Mm Mm-hmm. So Goku removes her pants to check where's her balls at. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? (laughs) And he exclaims, where are your balls? They're gone. The balls are gone. (laughs) And Bulma shoots awake and runs to her dragon balls because, of course, that's what he would need. She hasn't picked up. He still doesn't know absolutely nothing. Dumb boy. And, yeah, Bulma doesn't notice her pants or panties are gone. Which, okay, I personally would, but whatever. Um, <laughs> God, this... The whole day. whole day. And Goku's like, all right, well, it's early in the morning. I'm going to go training. And I love how Goku trains. He sticks his arms up straight in the air. Like, as like he's doing a double fist pump. Runs to the nearest rock. Picks it up. And then just smashes it. Mm-hmm. Until he picks up a tortoise. Or a turtle. I guess they're called a turtle. He's a sea turtle. They call him a tortoise. They call him a turtle, though. No. I. They called him a tortoise, and I was like, 
that's definitely a sea turtle. Oh, that's true. That's right. And he has flippers. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's just, yep, yep. Yeah. So they call him a tortoise and he needs salt water. He's been traveling so long about salt water. And Balma brings out salt water because she just has it it's in the house. But not only does she just have it, she has a vintage salt water. They start talking about the salt water as if like, ah, that's a good year. It's a good gag. Ah, uh, it's wine, basically. And he knows all the, the 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 salt water years. Yeah, he can just tell. He just he's a he's a turtle. He's a tortoise. <laughs> he's both. He's like both. It's he knows. so weird. And he needs help. It's a hundred miles to the sea. Balma figures this out and says, Ah, oh, I wish I could help you. Gosh darn. And Goku's like, Well, we can. I can just carry you. And he, Goku <laughs> does. Balma doesn't want to go. Does not want to go. Until. Until the T-Rex shows up after she tells him to leave. <laughs> yeah. Where was this? Not even just a T-Rex, but it covers the entire background. It is almost a mountain tall. It's a huge, super huge T-Rex. <laughs> She hops on her Kawasaki bike. Yes. And she rides after him. Still no underwear. Still no underwear. Still doesn't notice. It's important. I hate that it is. And now we're into episode three. The Nimbus Cloud of Roshi. Woohoo. Bulma gets annoyed when Goku slows things down to help a lost turtle. But his good deeds could speed up their quest to collect the seven Dragon Balls. They definitely do that. <laughs> they they they're they're riding on the road and they get stopped by a poorly accented Russian massive bear. Bear? It's a bear. I thought it was like a saber tooth. But no, because it's a it, it it it's like a it doesn't have the teeth. It's just a bear. It's orange. Yeah, but okay. I mean, this <laughs> there's dinosaurs. This is an orange bear. Okay, okay, okay. I don't Russian know. Russian orange bear. It's a Russian orange bear. With a big sword. And a, a scar across the eye. Yep. It's a sick design mm-hmm. that we don't get to appreciate because Goku just kind of beats his ass almost instantly. Mm-hmm. He does the classic, oh, I'm going to dodge your big sword bit by being really fast and not touching and just giggling. Well, here's the question. Is it the classic sword d- dodging bit? I mean, I'm sure it's been before Dragon Ball, but... What about when he jumps on the sword? Because I feel like that might be the first time we see someone jump on a sword. I don't think that... That can't be. I I feel like that's just us with anime gaps. I mean, maybe. But it is early. It's definitely early. Well, we'll we'll have to dive in deeper once we finish Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z, maybe Dragon Ball GT. Maybe we'll go back and watch uh, Gun Boy. (laughs) Yeah, Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, it's not Gun Boy. That's the that's the game. Robo Boy. Astro Boy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Gun Boy is an Astro Boy game? Mm-hmm. What's Gun Boy? Gun Boy is Mega Man. Oh! Who's <laughs> <laughs> <This is> Astro Boy? <laughs> okay, sorry. I wasn't expecting Gun Boy was Mega Man for some reason. Gosh. I showed up. Uh, okay, so Goku beats this bear's ass. And they find the sea. So pretty. So pretty. So blue. So, <laughs> so salty. <laughs> so salty. Goku eats that water. Tries to drink it. And Turtle's like, hey, I got a reward for you. I'll come I'll come right back. <laughs> and uh Roshi Master Roshi is riding the turtle turtle back. I love his kind of Hawaiian shirt. A Hawaiian alphabet shirt, yeah. Hawaiian alphabet shirt, yeah. I also like how Bomb appreciates his outfit. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, also, Turtleback. 
turtle back. Yeah, he also has a nice big just turtle shell in the back. Master Roshi is a great design. D- does he have uh, aviators on? Yeah, it's like aviators, but like there's like a very thick sunglasses, but they're not really aviators. Okay. They have thick frames. And, hey, they're going to get a reward. And Goku gets a, a blind carpet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at first, a blind carpet. But no, he left that at the cleaners. Oh, classic. Damn. <laughs> Always leaving my blind carpets at the cleaners. I hate that. Now, he gets a Nimbus Cloud. Classic Nimbus Cloud. Only the pure of heart can ride it. Which Master Roshi is not. No longer pure of heart, Master Roshi. I, I wonder why. <laughs> Does a classic gag of trying to jump. Full force onto that flying Nimbus and busts his back. He yeah. falls on his back like a turtle and rocks on like a turtle shell. Yeah, very turtle behavior. He also <laughs> calls himself the Turtle Master. He's a her- turtle hermit. Turtle hermit, not turtle master. Sorry, turtle hermit. <laughs> and I believe at this time we also get a cutback to the Pilaf gang. He's riding <laughs> a white horse. Riding a white horse in a Chinese place? Yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. I'm wondering about what Emperor Pilaf is supposed to be. So, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. <laughs> We're on Pilaf watch, watching that little guy. And he is gonna, he's mad that his, uh, that Shu and Mai, they failed. They failed to get the Dragon Ball because they were wolves. He doesn't believe them either. Or that someone kicked this fucking plane. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't believe they, that a little kid punched the plane. Mm-hmm. And so they get another plane and fly to Master Roshi's place because, hey, there's a rumor that an old hermit on an island has a Dragon Ball. But this time, the Emperor is coming. Yep. Yep. Not leaving it up to his stupid lackeys. Yeah. Yeah. The very smart. Oh, yeah. We also get a power speech by the Emperor to Shu on why he deserves all the power in the world. Yep. He's very good at delegation. Tell you what to do. Yep. He's very small. And thus, his his thoughts are very big. Yes. I wonder if he has a theme. (laughs) Small guy, big thoughts. Small guy, big thoughts. (laughs) Now, Bulma wants a gift, though. Mm -hmm. She she helped out, even though the turtle was like, nah, nah, didn't help out. In fact, she demands a gift. She demands a gift, yeah. (laughs) So this is where we get... This is where the plot-relevant panties come back. Pays off. Pays off, Yeah. Master Roshi, clearly a pervert, and says this to a teenager, you know, I'll give you a gift if you show me your panties. Does he say that? Yes. Oh, no, it's right, because she tries to tempt Goku with it in the second episode. To, That's right, yeah. To give him the, in the first episode, to give him the Dragon Ball. Yep, yeah. Bulma showing her panties to men is just, I hope not a reoccurring theme, but... It's happened twice in three episodes. I mean, get your money, but <laughs> right, right, no, right, right. But <laughs> I wish the wish. Wish to get wish. that perfect boyfriend. Got to get that perfect boyfriend. That's all she wants is that perfect boyfriend. And many makes you wonder. So I don't know the, the events, but they're getting them Dragon Balls. They already have three. They only need seven. Yeah. Like, who's making this wish? And this ep- this show's pretty long. Yeah. So I'm wondering. And I'm pretty sure I remember when you do wish the Dragon Ball's like scatter all over the place. We'll find out. That's uh, why we're watching memories this. of that. <laughs> but Yeah, she's she's gonna so she's decided, hey, I'll show this perverted grandpa my panties, not realizing she doesn't have any, and then she flashes him. And still doesn't realize. Still doesn't realize. She does it like three times, and he eventually gives up. This little orb around his neck. Because Bulma notices, hey, that's a Dragon Ball. 
But once he hears that it grants wishes, he's a little bit more like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I want to give you that gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it washed up on his island. Washed up. It's just fate. It's just fate. Yeah. <laughs> Shenra. Oh, Classic Final Fantasy Seven bad guys. Shinra. Shinra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we get cut back. We get a cut back. Emperor Pilaf and his forces making a boat landing. Sick-ass fucking flying boat landing. Sick-ass boat landing. Parks it nice. And they try to attempt a breaking and entering. And Pilaf has probably the most overrated object you could ever have for breaking and entering. A universal key. Overrated? Not overrated. Overpowered. Sure. I mean... (laughs) And this is a joke for only locksmiths in the chat. It unlocks the door... But he definitely turns it in the wrong direction. <laughs> it doesn't try the other way. So it's definitely just still locked. He can't get in. And then his lackey just go in the open window. It's yeah. right there. <laughs> right there. Good gag. Good gag. Good gag. Uh, we at one point see an alligator sunbathing with sunglasses. Yeah, alligator sunbathing on the island. Just vibing. Just chilling. I think he has sunbathing glasses. On. I, at first I thought they were normal glasses. And then oh, yeah, like yeah. sunbathing glasses. Okay. Yeah, I like sunglasses. Like the little... Oh, oh, like the specific... You're right, you're right, you're right. And he's like putting like lotion on. Yeah, he's rubbing some on him. Getting a nice little tan on belly. He's cold-blooded. <laughs> yeah, he needs to be warm. He's got he's to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, they go in the window. Start ransacking the place looking for this Dragon Ball. Just flipping the entire house over, basically. Basically. Looking through all the porn magazines and all the dirty shit she has in this house. Oh don't find nothing. Eventually, our emperor jumps, hops out the window and goes up to the alligator. Starts asking a question and pulls out his fucking switch knife on him. Yeah, this yeah. little probably two foot five guy versus a goddamn like eight foot alligator, <laughs> like five hundred pounds, just yeah. lying on this sunbathing chair. Like you really got this? Not a good matchup. Not, Not a, a good, good matchup. matchup bro. Um, but Roshi comes back. He sees the knife. He's like, "Oh, oh yeah. shit! I'm not fucking with that." Also, Master Roshi's right there. Yeah, like <laughs> right there as he's about to try to slit this alligator's throat. And, uh, yeah, Roshi informs them that, hey, I gave a girl the Dragon Ball. Yep. She asked me very nicely. <laughs> they tell him to, all right, fine, push our plane for us, and we'll turn it into amphibious mode so we can get the boat out to shore. And Roshi's like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And to be fair, when they greet Rasuroshi, it's with a katana out and gun out. And, yeah. And the Emperor hiding behind his two lackeys, mm-hmm. the man asking all the questions. Yeah, it's uh, not a good look on their part. And so Master Roshi punctures a hole in their boat and sends them off their way. And they sink into the ocean sink forever? Sink into the ocean and drown. We see <laughs> the, little, the ember's hat come up floating. If this was Jojo, that guy's dead. <laughs> that guy's dead. If this was a lot of things, that guy's like, dead. Anytime you see the hat come floating on the water, that's like, that man died. He just drowned. He just drowned. We, we, just, watch, tell us. we just watched three people die. We just watched three villains <laughs> drown. I mean. <laughs> They'll probably be back. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> back. But, yeah. Now, uh, Bulma and Goku back at the house. They do 200 miles in a morning, it seems like, because they're still morning birds by the time they get back to the house. I feel like it's at least, it's like this noon evening. <sighs> but it's still hot. The, the colorscape wasn't evening. We don't know what days are, the daytimes are like in this world because we don't think it's Earth. So, you know, who, who knows? It's probably <laughs> 80 hour days. Well, to be fair, visual storytelling. <laughs> Would indicate that it was, like, maybe midday at the latest. Yeah. 
But yeah, because Bulma's still wearing her same clothes. They haven't they haven't done they just like, went I mean, out and back. You think about it. The motorcycle drives a little bit faster than Goku could run. Yep. So like let's say Goku could run sixty miles an hour. Oh god, this is a math problem. <laughs> you know? They can only go to hundred miles, it's only gonna take like an hour and a half, two hours. That's fine. That's and they got a... the flying nimbus to go back. Yeah. Less, yeah, no, that's fine. Hour. You can ride the bike faster. And flying nimbus also makes travel really fast, I imagine. Uh, yeah. World. It's faster than the bike? Way faster. And Bulma notices something on the ground when she gets back home. She she sees something that she's horrified that she realizes is on the ground. Something she's been missing all day. All day. All day. Uh, she finds her panties on the floor. Mm-hmm. And is very confused. Why are my panties on the floor? And Goku informs her, well, I, that's where I put it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. <laughs> it is. Uh... And yeah, Bulma's not happy about learning the fact that Goku checked to see if she had balls, so she pulls out an Uzi and then shoots him. And also, more more mortified that she revealed her lady parts to the old man many yep. times. Yep. Yep. Uh, so she pull, whips out the Uzi from the house, the house Uzi yep. that comes with the pod, pod <laughs> house Uzi, uh, and it's unloads on him. Perfect accuracy, though. Mm-hmm. I goddamn very impressed. <laughs> and yeah and Goku still just tanking bullets like they're literally nothing we still haven't got an explanation about that but he's just a badass that's all we know he's just strong he's Goku's strong. so strong bullets do, he's like Superman it, bullets he, do nothing he did say that the training made him hard to steal yep so yep so I don't yeah. know yeah, I, don't, I don't know how he knows what steel is but hey <laughs> he knows English for the most part yeah Interesting. It's a piss time. Well, he knows English. We watched the English dub. Oh, yes. <laughs> Probably good information. Well, we are watching the English dub because yeah. we're, we're living our Saturday morning cartoons. Yep. Trying to get back to that memory of what we had and see what it's like now. And honestly, so far, the dub, it's pretty fine. I don't actually date it at all. Yeah. It's the way you got to watch it. Yep. Dub superiority. <laughs> Depends. I, I, I get being in the mood for other things. <laughs> if you know that's okay so let's see he uh, she unloads on him is that the end of the episode yeah i mean the end of the episode is we watch the people die but you oh, know yes, yep, sorry, but, they drown, they drown. you know why they didn't fly away most people that gag i think yeah i mean they didn't know they were sinking they were shocked they and wanted to get happened. there as fast as possible and they knew they had to go 100 miles <laughs> after the ocean yeah but whatever well it's a good gag it's a good it's a good gag it was funnier than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Very funny, honestly. I know some of the jokes just just okay. They're very, very bad. Some of them didn't land. Some of them... Some of them very good. Yep. For being, you know, 40 years old. Oh, my God. Not, not really. Not I mean, close. 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 <laughs> oh. That's, uh, that's hitting me really hard right now. More math. More math. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really enjoyed these episodes. It's it's a it's a good start to a fun adventure story. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm underprepared by not reading um, Journey to the West. <laughs> we just have to go deeper. We need we, we need, need to, to go deeper. We, we gotta go into the source material. <laughs> Where are the stone tablets at? <laughs> Where's the beginning of stories? God damn it! Who are the ancient masters? <laughs> Next episode, we are going to be watching Oolong the Terrible. Yamcha the Desert Bandit. Yamcha! <laughs> Keep an eye on the Dragon Balls. 
So we'll be watching those next three episodes come next week. And yeah, do, do, do you have anything you'd like to promote, Cheery? I don't have much to promote, but do what you love. And four Dragon Balls down, three to go. Three to go already. Three to go already. Poof. I was almost there to make a wish. <laughs> you can follow my other podcast, Club Flashpoint, on wherever podcasts are found, especially this one. If you find this one, you can find it, Club Flashpoint. I highly recommend it. It's a monthly game club podcast. We're doing Kingdom Hearts 2, which mm-hmm. is wild. It's wild to going to be revisiting that game. That's it for this episode. See you later. Yeah, go find those Dragon Balls. Go, go, Dragon Ball. <laughs> go, go, Dragon Ball. Through the fires of time, these wicked creatures leave. And also the balls you find, the dragon is set free. Rising, rising, mesmerizing, a mighty 